Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Taking care of your dog's health and happiness is uh, is getting a lot easier if you feed your dog with Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on top of it. Uh, Stu's dog um, uses it. Uh, Pat's dog uses it. Uno uses it. I mean, it is, it's really made a difference in our dog's lives. Really, truly made a difference. Get a free trial bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out right now. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back or 833-GLEN33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call them today. All right. Small businesses in America sounding the alarm over the economy. What is coming and what happened yesterday in the stock market? What does it all mean to you? Next. So there was a party yesterday at the White House because inflation is going down. That is an absolute demonstrable lie. Uh, And we'll explain it and what it all means to you. Now, James Taylor was there. I hope we got him at a good price. But James Taylor was there mainly because Cab Calloway and Bing Crosby were no longer available for the president. Uh, but, uh, But they were having a blast at the White House. What does all of this mean to you? We'll tell you in 60 seconds. How hard would it be to put a price on the best kind of customer treatment? How much would you pay for somebody who actually doesn't see you as a number, but sees you as a real person and cares? This is something that businesses used to always do. People that worked in a business, they The best ones always really actually listened and cared about you. This is the way they do business at American Financing. And in about 10 minutes, you can get a free mortgage review. The kind that comes along with advice that you can really use. Not advice to get you to buy something, but advice that could change your life. And that advice may be, you know, there's nothing else you can do on this front. Give American Financing a call today. It's a company that's been helping people like you with home loan options for over two decades. They care about helping you save money from refinancing your mortgage for a lower fixed rate, providing other types of loans, even just helping you find ways to raise your credit score, which is incredibly important right now. American Financing will see you through, but don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself. American Financing at 800-906-2440. American Financing. Net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Carol Roth, the uh, war on small business author and former recovering investment banker that actually can break things down and talk and, and explain what things mean 
to the regular schlubs uh, of America. Welcome, Carol. How are you? You know, just enjoying the Biden economy. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Is That party yesterday was absolutely incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, it was surreal. Um, they were celebrating that the uh, interest rate is coming down. Can you explain what happened with the interest rate numbers, the CPI numbers? All right, well, James Taylor was there. So we've seen fire and we've seen rain. Yeah. We saw a very hot CPI report as well yesterday. As we know, the CPI is one of the measures of inflation. It measures sort of the, the consumer uh, inflation. We do know that it's understated because they have messed with it for the last you know several decades to underplay it, but it's still a benchmark that we use to sort of compare. Um, it was considered hot by all expectations. We knew there was going to be some decline um, in the headline number because of the sharp decline in gasoline prices. Wait, wait, wait. But, but could you explain why the price of gasoline is going down? Sure. So before before we uh, get to the the you know the nitty gritty, so yeah. there are a couple of reasons why gasoline is coming down. Some of it was uh, our president pulling a little bit of a stunt and pulling oil out of our emergency reserves and putting it out into the market to kind of depress it. Some of it um, was artificial because the gas taxes have been on hiatus in certain locales. But the biggest reason that um, the the gasoline prices are coming down is because the price of oil is coming down. And the biggest reason the price of oil is coming down is because the price of oil got too high. It was just pure demand destruction. There's this saying in the um, commodities market that the best cure for high prices is high prices. And that's what we saw, not only here in the United States, where people maybe decided not to take a road trip or to reroute their lives, you know, so that they're not using as much um, energy and particularly gasoline, um, but also on a global stage. Obviously, the prices are going through the roof, as we know, in Europe, completely self-inflicted. But, you know, again, they're having to make those same choices. And then China, as we've discussed previously, is having its own issues, and particularly with parts of that country being under lockdown um, and being a top mm. consumer of oil, they weren't using it. So the demand destruction is that reason, that big reason so, um, that we had the decrease in oil and then the decrease in gas. Just confirm that this is a a good way to look at the words demand destruction because you'll hear people say well what we're looking for is some demand destruction in the oil prices and blah 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 and you know that just kind of goes over people's heads and i described it today every time you hear demand destruction think uh put your name so carol roth your bank uh your bank account at let's say bank of america what they're looking for, what we're really looking for is Carol Roth's uh, bank account at Bank of America to be destroyed. So you don't have the money to go and buy the things, correct? They're looking to price things so crazy that you can't, you can't afford it. Yeah, it's the outgrowth of high prices that basically Carol Roth says, you know, I just I look, I'm looking at my bank accounts. It's being destroyed and there's no way that I can go on that road trip. Yeah. So I'm just not going to be one of those people in the market who is purchasing gasoline this month. I'm going to take Jeez. a reprieve. I'm going to work from home. And that's, you know, that's part of the whole story of the, you know, the Federal Reserve, what they're trying to do to, quote unquote, slow down the economy and engineer their uh, another big, uh, you know, kind of financial speak, a soft 
soft landing, trying to quell inflation without tanking the economy. Um, and that's their toolkit is all about demand destruction. Correct. They don't want the, con the consumer to purchase. They don't want businesses to make investments. And we've already had two quarters of negative growth. So if they're trying to get the economy to slow down, you know what that means? That means more contraction. Okay, so that's why gas is going down. Um, and that was really the only thing that went down, right? We had so, food prices skyrocketed. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I saw a stat that they put in there that food in the house, it was something like they were at the highest level since the late 1970s, 79, I think. Mm -hmm. So we got, you know, hot numbers in food, in shelter, in medical care services. You know, this isn't like ancillary stuff this isn't like you know the fancy this clothes cool. right this is this is the stuff that you're you know you need to be able to live your life and it was the you know the fact that we thought maybe there were that the lower energy prices would flow through no pun intended a little bit more of the economy but it's just shown that we have a very broad base um in terms of inflation it's not just coming from that one pocket it's not just putin's fault glenn right um and you know that is going to take a long time to come back down to normalized levels so we have something else to add on top of it and you can call it climate change or just a bad season or whatever but I was talking to my aunt, who's like 85 years old yesterday. Quite a conversation. I said, anyway, uh, uh, she was canning yesterday. And she was like, there have been no peaches, no beans. She said, we planted our bean garden three times. We had a hard time finding even seeds for it. Um, there is, there, we are facing a real crisis just because the crops didn't come through. Um, and that's happening globally. You add to that all of the other problems we haven't seen. We're now just about to get into the time where we would be using this summer's crops. Correct. Yeah. So food prices still have a lot way to uh, a long way to go in the up direction, don't they? They do. And that's part of the issue, you know, why I'm sort of banging my head against the wall in terms of a lot of these discussion points, because as we talked about the demand destruction that the Fed policy is trying to enact, our issue is the broad based supply issue. And as you mentioned, one of the areas that is undersupplied is food. Part of that, as you mentioned, because of weather events, um, some of that because of fertilizer shortages, some of it because of byproducts from energy that go into drying grains, some of that because of you know, war in Ukraine. But all of these things happening at the same time are creating those shortages. And again, as the consumer decides what's to substitute, they may be able to substitute to a lower cost food, but they can't substitute food. And that is going to continue to be an issue all across the globe. Well, they can't eat bugs. I mean, they're <laughs> supposed to be very, very tasty. Okay. Um, hang on just a second. I, I, I want to ask you a couple of things about the Fed and what they're planning on doing. And I'm reading some disturbing things that I would just like Talk me down from the tree, if you can. We'll do that in just uh, 60 seconds. Barry wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I'm a retired re Marine, and all those years of my body taking abuse amounted, amounted to a lot of aches and pains later in life. But in only two weeks, Relief Factor took away all of my pain, underlined all of my pain. It is the best investment in the quality of my life I have ever made. Wow. Barry, thank you for your service. 
Thank you for putting your your body in the way for our freedom. Thank you. Uh, and thanks for giving Relief Factor a try. I'm thrilled that you got your life back. Three-week quick start. Just try it. It's, it was developed for you by doctors. It's not a drug, so you're not going to feel spaced out or anything else. It is a pain relief that comes from the reduction of infl- uh, uh, inflammation in our bodies. Inflammation is where we have most of our pain, and honestly, most of our disease comes from that as well. Seventy percent of the people who take Relief Factor go on to order more. So try it now. Eight hundred four Relief. Eight hundred the number four Relief. Get the nineteen ninety five three week quick start developed for you. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Ten seconds. Station ID. So a couple of things. Um, let's let let me start with the Fed. I am I'm reading now that the Fed is going to, uh, you know, raise the rates again. But as astonishing as it seems to me that we're at these historically speaking low rates and it's going to stop the heart of the economy. They're saying now the next rate or uh, rate hike or two could just put us into a tailspin. Do you believe that? I do. Um, If you go back to Janet Yellen, our quote unquote esteemed Treasury Secretary, the one who told us that inflation was going to be transitory and that they needed to get information on $600 e-commerce transactions to keep uh, the billionaires in check, Glenn. Um, she was on a one of those you know, weekend shows, and she said basically that the Fed is going to need a great deal of skill and also some luck to achieve this soft landing, trying to bring down inflation without taking the economy. Well, we know on the skill side, we know that they don't have the skills. Um, They were behind the curve in terms of raising the rates to begin with. They waited till we were at, you know, historic 40 year highs before they even started thinking about reversing course. So obviously we know that's probably not, um, you know, the, the skill part of it. The luck part of it isn't on our side either because they don't have the right tool set. As we've been talking about this you know, supply side versus demand side and the demand destruction, their tool set in terms of um, raising the target interest rate, as well as potentially reducing the assets on their balance sheet, although I don't know that they're ever going to get around to that. That, again, is to destroy demand. It's to, to have the consumer slow purchases. It's to have businesses slow investments. First, they have the government that's working you know, against them on that. The, the government policy is spending more. So that those two things are at odds, which makes absolutely no sense. But the problem we have now isn't a demand side issue. It's a supply side issue. As we've been talking about, we have broad undersupply. So unless the Fed knows how to print labor, print food, print oil, print housing, they are not going to be able to solve for that that delta, that, that distance between supply and demand without completely slowing the economy to the point that we are in a severe recession. And that is what the market is signaling, both the stock market and the bond market right now is saying, 
boy, we don't have the confidence that the Fed not only has the tools, but that they aren't going to put us in a worse situation. And on top of that, then you also have the global economy, um, you know, in tatters as well, which isn't a lot, of, not a lot of luck. So I'm not real bullish on the skill and luck of the Fed right now. So I was in um, I was in Italy last week and just talked to people. You know, you sit at a restaurant or whatever, and we just talked to people. And um, one of the more disturbing trends uh, that I heard was, uh, you know, that that uh, things are getting really bad. And one person described it to me as the winds of revolution are sweeping Europe um, because and and it's fascinating. Everyone knew. It was the same problem we have here. The elites are going in one direction and the people are going in another. The people are saying, give it back to us. And the elites are saying, give it all to us. And that's not going to last. And I kept hearing um, things like we're just going to have to learn to uh, that, that the glory days of having things that you wanted in easy lives are over. Can you describe what that means, that Americans are just going to have to live a different kind of life? Yeah, I mean, it's so frustrating that, you know, we have the leading economy in the world and you have all of these first world countries that really have spent time using their technology to help other countries and to help lift up human flourishing around the globe. I mean, if you think about China and what we've done in terms of the extreme poverty, they're lifting out Mm -hmm. 90% of their population from extreme poverty because they were able to trade with us and basically suck up some of our capitalism into their their communist system. Um, That's what we should be doing. We should be taking that leadership, saying that we know how to do things the best way and we're going to help everybody flourish. Instead, you have these elites saying, no, you know, we want to you do this to be a third world country and we want to be in a, a dictatorship where us at the top have our own set of rules and have all the power and you just suffer and you're going to have to suck it up. And, you know, unfortunately, there are some people who will go along with that and go, yeah, you know, crisis, we must do this. We're all in this together, kind of like what happened in COVID. Mm. But we should have learned over the last two years that they don't have our best uh, you know, uh, outcomes that, yeah, outcomes at heart mm-hmm. and that they will do anything lie, uh, you know, completely do anything they can to get and usurp that power. And we've already seen, you know, smaller uh, amounts of civil unrest you know, in developed countries, whether it was the freedom convoy or in the Netherlands with the farmers. And, you know, you're right that this could end up becoming a, a much bigger issue, which, you know, if it changes the tide, you know, it, in a sense, may not be the worst outcome. Not that obviously I ever want to see you know, any sort of violence or unrest, but we need to change the tenor and the people need to take back common sense and sanity. Here. So the um, uh, the one thing that kind of makes sense to me is, um, you know, if you're if you're somebody who wants control of things, you need to control medicine. They do. They need to control education. They do. But they need to control energy. You know, I'm seeing this happening in Europe because they're ahead of us um, and they're all they're People are going to freeze to death this winter. They will freeze to death. 
and people won't be able to pay their power bill, which will put the energy companies into distress and they won't have the money to do it because people aren't paying their bills, et cetera, et cetera. And I just think the government will step in and say they couldn't get it done. This needs to be done by the government. And you could see the West just taking and absorbing all of our energy companies. Do you think that's a possibility? Because I think it's likely, at least in Europe. I mean, so if you think about the the desire to nationalize, control, have sort of a public-private partnership, um, at least in the U.S., California is sort of our incubator for that. And they're starting to test that in a lot of different grounds. They just put forth that Fast Recovery Act, which is going to be a state council on fast food. So they are going to manage the fast food in- industry. And again, that is a step to try to nationalize these industries. Um, I, d- I definitely see a place. We've already been hearing from the U.S. and abroad about things like price caps. We have a big problem in Europe in terms of the way um, they have kind of financed themselves in a potential collapse of you know some of the energy um, companies and utilities out there. Yep. So yes, you're going to have them, the, the governments come in with a bailout and then they, that may use that as an excuse. Well, we're bailing them out anyway. They can't manage this. We need to take this over. So you know whether it's food, whether it's energy, whether it's any aspect of our economic freedom, these crises are their touch points. And yes. again, self-inflicted crises, the ones that they created in order to say, we created the problem, but don't look at that. We're going to fix it for you. Uh, Carol, will you do me a favor? I, I'd like to do a, uh, I'd like to do a special with, with just a group of experts that can tell the average person what's coming and, and how do we deal with it? I mean, there it's, it's so overwhelming to the average person. Um, and, and I don't think because, People make it so complex because it is complex, but yeah. they make it so complex that they they don't even think about breaking it down into smaller bite sizes that people can understand. So can you find a bunch of people that you really think get it that maybe could sit around in a round table and we could have yes. a conversation about all this? I would, I would love to. I'd be honored to, and I will be in touch. Okay, good. Thank you. Carol, we'll talk again. Carol Roth. Carol Roth. Make sure that you're, uh, you're following her. She is really, really spot on. You can find her at carolroth.com. Also, tonight uh, is a special on the energy crisis and the collapse that is coming for Europe and what it means to America. Not just the explanation, but what we need to do about it. That's tonight, blazetv.com. The Glenn Beck Program. So I was talking to you about um, customer service just recently. And having somebody who's actually listening to you and cares. There is no other industry that I think that is more important and more frustrating than the real estate industry. No, that's not what. Listen to us. This is what we're looking for. Somebody who not only listens, but also understands um, your way of life, can empathize with you. Then they need all of the business skills as well. Then they need all the marketing skills on top of that. That's hard to find, especially if you're not really interviewing. You're just like, hey, do you know somebody who's good at selling homes? Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. I started it years ago. 
just to be able to be a free service to you because I didn't know what it took to be a great real estate agent. I had to learn. So we've done all the hard work. You will be able to find the best people in your area, at least in our opinion. And I I want you to interview them for yourself. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you, realestateagentsitrust.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed. Every day, right before this one, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hang on just a second. Who is this? It's it's Pat. uh, I'm here in in Westminster, uh, Windsor Castle. In Windsor Castle. At the Windsor Castle. Wait a minute, you were just sitting in the studio just right next to me a minute ago. I I don't have time to explain how I got here. (laughs) Okay. Just know that I'm here with the queen right now. Our continuing coverage of wall-to-wall, nonstop till your eyes bleed coverage Mm -hmm. of the casket moving of Queen Elizabeth. Uh, what they're doing right now is a kind of where's Waldo sort of situation where they, they just they move it so often. Really? Nobody really knows where the queen is. Right. Okay. It's, it's kind of creepy to be it, looking at a dead body anyway. So right, yeah. I, I don't so know just why people are, yeah, yeah, keep moving it. Yeah. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Okay. So now she's in Westminster Hall, which yes, is, which is what exactly? I mean, exactly. I'm sorry. Westminster Hall. Yeah. What, is, what's done there in Westminster Hall? Uh, this is where they uh, make a lot of pudding. They make pudding they there. They make pudding. I didn't know and that. And ship it directly to America. Wow. Uh, for Joe Biden. Really? Uh, okay. But I can't give the exact location. <laughs> really? Right now, the right coordinates now. or the precise latitude and longitude because right. we are trying to keep it secret. But it's somewhere there it's in somewhere Westminster. Somewhere in Westminster. Now, Hall. I'm looking at a picture, and there's a couple of things. First of all, I've never seen the uniform uh-huh. uh, of the guards that. Uh, are standing there. They seem to have very large, pointy hats. Those are dunce caps with a mop. <laughs> is what those are, Glenn. They no, don't call I don't. it that, but that's what that's what those are. The, those are dunce, dunce caps, caps yes, with a mop. With a mop. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen that kind very of specialized hats. The British are quite <laughs> proud of them. And no they only bring really them out why. for special occasions. Like this. Like yeah, the like death this. of a queen. Okay. Yeah. That's why we've never seen Because I've seen, right. like the other guys, they've taken those big round black hats. You know, those guard, yeah. you know, the big like those Wizard are, of Oz hats. Yeah, those are Q-tips. Those are what? Those are Q-tips. They're cute. They're not- yeah, where do you think the name comes from? The queen. The queen and uh, uh, Q-tips. Q-tip. So for sure, like- if you were to say the full name of a Q-tip, it would be the queen <laughs> tip. Be- Queen tip, yeah, huh, yeah, and that would be That's the top of the the guy who's protecting. Huh, yes. I didn't, I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know that. So, uh, what happens? Uh, what happens next? Well, next they're going to move her to uh, another location, which is also going to be secret. Okay. Uh, but that's about five. I understand it's about five yards from where she currently resides. Really? Okay. On Monday, they're On actually Monday. going to put her uh, in a hole. They're going to put her in a hole. Yes. You mean in the ground? In the ground. In the ground. In a hole in the ground. In the ground. Yes. And will she remain there? Uh, no. No, she no, will No, they'll not. be moving her. <laughs> they'll be moving her. another couple of weeks. 
I think it's a month. I think you're going to wait a full a month, month a before month. they move they, her. They move yeah. her again. So she she'll will be not there. stay in that location. All right. no. Okay. <laughs> so, a lot of people don't this know this is, is so what bad. they do with their monarchs. Uh, this is what they do. They just continually dig them up and move them to new places. I did not. Yeah. I didn't know well, that. Well, you're American. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are too. That's you know? true, but the, I'm yeah. here now, you're so they're there. telling me all this Aren't stuff. Aren't you being a little loud? I mean, it's kind of... Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, those hats, I can't get past those hats. They are nice. They <laughs> are really nice. They really are. Yeah, nice. they're very nice. Uh, glad you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm an American. All right. Uh, oh, look at the other guy. Uh, the other guy right behind the guy with the hats. He's got like a Mary Poppins hat. You know. That's rude, Glenn. That's rude. I'm sorry. I just yeah, don't be making fun of. Okay, this. you're right. You're right. Don't you're right. You know, um, I will say that out of all of the, you know, figures that are public figures, mm-hmm. uh, she's probably one of the best uh, for the Western culture in the last hundred years. I mean, she's mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing people cry along the way. Uh, and I probably would be, too, if I were English and had well, grown you'd be, up you'd be crying over the money that they've spent on her. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. How much? Uh, well, the, she had. She made 98 million euros a year. She, uh, per, pardon per me? year. 98 million euros per year. That but, was her salary? Yes, that was her salary. That will be Charles III or whatever he is. Now. Yeah. <laughs> that will you be his salary down. now. You got that down. Now, yes. is that the official? It is three, you're sure? Yes. Yeah, okay. Charles III. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That means there's been two other girls. <laughs> that, <laughs> is that what, what that means? That's what I understand. Huh. Anyway. So was there Charles the First, then Charles Jr.? Yes. Or is that a fast food restaurant? No, that's Carl's Jr. <laughs> right. And then there wow. was the wow. third. That, you just showed how American you are. <laughs> wow. Right, wow. right. Uh, so 98 million euros a year was her. Euros. I can't imagine taxpayers not being happy about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. she worked hard for that money. She worked really, really hard. She went to several different. Uh, you know how they use those big scissors to cut ribbons? <laughs> yeah. You know how heavy those things are. I don't. I've They're never really, <laughs> really heavy scissors. Especially if you're 90 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So she would actually cut ribbons with she giant would cut ribbons. That's with what she did. Scissors. <laughs> was that her major? <laughs> She'd wear the crown while she did it. And wow! So it was really super. And official. I hear that's heavy. It is heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yes. weighs over eighty pounds. Uh, over eighty pounds. Yeah, it's like those a family jewel. It's like a pretty. No, that's uh, Prince Andrew. Ooh, yeah. Oh my. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So she would. Uh, she, well, like, where would she cut ribbons? Uh, like in grocery store openings. <laughs> Uh, yeah, painless shoes really, when they were open. You know, they they're open. gone now. Well, but yeah. <laughs> they still had location. Yeah. <laughs> she cut the ribbon for the opening. So she lost a lot of gigs. <laughs> I have to go now because people are looking at me. Okay. Uh, I All can't right. be laughing here in the comments. No, it's, right. yeah, it's, oh, it's we'll very appropriate. Okay, All thank right, you. From London, uh, Pat Gray joining us uh, just on our continuing nonstop coverage of the Queen's funeral. <laughs> I feel kind of bad about that, but not enough to not do it again. <laughs> oh. <All right. laughs> oh.
We're not making fun of her. Just no. the coverage. It's the coverage. Yeah. Well, which and is the silly. And the hats. Yes. <laughs> but that's not her. Again, she's not no. wearing the hat. Right no. Now. And what was she going to do? As far as we know. Say, hey, 98 million euros <laughs> is too much? No. No. No, she's not going to say that. No, no, of course not. It's not, a, it's not her place <laughs> to say that. <sighs> okay. Uh Back in just a minute, let me tell you about LifeLock. You have to be really careful keeping your social sharing to a minimal. Check your financial accounts, your credit reports. If you do that, watch out for things like phishing attempts. Maybe you enable uh, two-factor authentication, even an update of your passwords. Well, how are you keeping up with all of this? Let me tell you that the best thing you can do is hire people Did you ever read um, Millionaire Mind? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the Millionaire Next Door. It's they don't spend the time worrying and doing things that they're not the expert in. They will hire somebody to do that. Now, that's a millionaire. You know, it's like, hey, Jeeves, what's going on with my Internet accounts? Um, This is something that everybody can afford. To prevent identity theft, you're hiring people that will stand guard. Now, they can't watch all windows and all doors because there's new windows and new doors every day. And you never know where the queen might be lying in state. So, LifeLock by Norton. They're the ones that can help you. Uh, They will help you with security. And if somebody does break in, they've got a restoration team to help fix all of it. Save 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. The Glenn Beck Program. So there's a young conservative commentator in Great Britain that uh, took aim at American leftists uh, this week for mocking the British for mourning Queen Elizabeth, who died last week. And I, I hate to bring this up, as many people will say, didn't you just do that? And I would like to believe no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> would like to believe, <laughs> and I think it's true because it we're true. Ma- we're mocking the coverage. Yes, we're mocking the coverage. If the, if I were British, I would absolutely care. Um, and, oh yeah, and I they and I, mean, I do care about her because I think yeah. she is a huge loss. Yes, um, I don't, and I, but I don't think most Americans, you know, they've got a love affair with. Uh, uh, you know, with the monarchy in some regard. And they loved Diana. Loved Diana. Loved Diana. Followed her like crazy. Yeah. And I think the queen is just, uh, she is the end of an era. And maybe the end of the monarch. No, Charles would actually be the end of the mm-hmm. monarchy. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's the end of an era. Her, her, The line that is now starting to move to go see her is longer than two miles. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If you were there, would you go? Uh, fish and chips. <laughs> you Are could they just, serving fish and chips in the could, line? No, I'm just saying you could watch it on TV at some pub and have fish and chips. 
<laughs> I think I'm watching. On TV I think so. I think you are. Chips. I think you are. Yeah. I would actually go as it's a it's just a <laughs> monumental piece of history yeah, that I don't think is everybody big. is is um, really understanding yet. Anyway, Sophie uh, Cochran, she has been on Sky News. She has a uh, one hundred and twenty thousand uh, Twitter followers, and she took umbrage to use a word that only the monarchy would use. Mm. She took umbrage with um, some of the leftists that are mocking the um, the mourners. And she she tweeted, dear Americans who mock us for mourning our beloved queen. She dedicated her entire life to her duty and our country even two days before her death. You mourned a man who pointed a gun at a pregnant woman mm. by burning cities to the ground. We're not the same. Wow. 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 That is the quintessential mic drop. She's right. Yeah. She is. She's right. She really is. This, you know, the difference is this isn't being used. Well, I guess it is. It's, it's monarchy propaganda, I would imagine. Uh, some would say that. But this isn't being used for political purposes. No, she was strictly anti-political. She wasn't political. That was part of her job was not to be. Yeah. I think there's a law that she she can't you know, be. She can't. Right? She cannot be involved in it. Yeah. She cannot be involved in it. Um, and uh, I think that's really good for that role. That's mm-hmm. why I think everybody liked her. Yeah. You know, she would just say the things. They might be hard at times, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be such, uh, I don't know, crumb bums. Maybe, you know, maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't be the kind of people that we're becoming. Maybe we should try to shoot for a higher standard as a person. Um, and so I think everybody, you know, pretty much liked her, except those that pay tax uh, <laughs> in uh, in England. I'd actually like to talk to Sophie because she is um, she's been uh, she's she backs Israel pretty hard. And um, well, it's kind of. It's kind of it's kind of gotten dicey for her. Um, mm. uh, she's been on the receiving uh, end of a ton of abuse. Um, people saying that they want to smash a bottle in her face and throw acid on her face. And oh my gosh, everything. yeah, yeah. So, Jeez. anyway, um, I think the queen went through a hard time right after uh, Diana died because. They didn't respond to it right away. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. They did not respond at all for, I think it was four days. Yeah. And the British people were really upset about that. And then, Wait, wait, wait. You're saying elites didn't read the common people, that's right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Surprise. Huh. Uh, but then I, the, she, the queen came out and was really strong with it, and I think kind of smoothed it over, and they've seemed to have loved her ever since. Um, and that was a turning point, really, in the monarchy, according to some, you know, British experts, that they, the monarchy was shaky on really shaky ground uh, around then, around that time, and she kind of saved it. Imagine, I mean, and I don't think they get it because they've been around for so long. Imagine being making ninety-eight million dollars, and you don't create anything. Yeah, you don't create anything Mm -hmm. and uh, you're being paid by the average person 
And, you know, I think if the royal family would kind of look at that, they might go, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? But they just think that they're preserving, you know, history, which they are. But, you know, they're also living a sweet life. I mean, if the Smithsonian yeah. was, you know, being paid ninety eight million dollars. OK, preserving history. Uh-huh. Uh, OK, <laughs> whatever. However, if all of them were living that lavish lifestyle as well. I would That'd I would have a problem. problem. I'd have a problem with that. Big time. Yeah. <sighs> okay, tonight, don't forget, uh tonight at 9 p.m., the Wednesday night special, Europe has a major energy problem, big problem for America, but big big problem faster for Europe. I think Europe is uh in for a real rude awakening. You know, they got rid of all of their power. They they did the same thing we're doing. Pete Buttigieg has now said, you know, what uh, California did saying, you know, no oh, cars, gosh. no gasoline cars. You know, other states are following. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so what are you saying? Well, maybe we should think about this federally. That is the end, the end of domestic oil, gas, all of it. That's the end of it. And that's where we're headed. And you saw what's happening in Europe. It is only going to get worse, and it's coming here. It's a disaster for the American way of life. Tonight, join me for Lights Out, how Democrats are creating an American energy crisis. It is not just the problem. The second half of the program is a solution, a a in-writing, fact-driven solution. We'll share all of that with you tonight. Problem and solution for Lights Out, how Democrats are creating an American energy crisis tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, blazetv.com and Blaze TV YouTube. Join us now, become a member, and use the promo code GLEN20 and save 20%. The Glenn Back Program.